Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you. You're listening to the Jersey Cool. Hey, everybody. What's up? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Jack. You know what? Yeah. You know, you know what? I honestly forgot. <laughs> it's so natural to just start an episode with, hey, everybody, that it, you know. Yeah. Howdy. Sorry, howdy. Sorry. Howdy do, folks. Hello. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right, and it's the summertime with weather is hot. Did you put that line? You can touch the sky. Oh, I hate that song. It's very inappropriate. It says, "Have a drink, have a drive. Did you? Fun fact about that that song. It does. Um, <laughs> and then it like you shouldn't have a drink than a drive. That's the bad. Yeah. Junk Mungo Jerry, right? That's the guy. Now, you know what? In the song is it's problematic. It I'll is, agree. It is problematic. Problematic. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Just do what you feel. That's yeah. I'm sorry I started with that song. <laughs> well, honestly, we're all ashamed of you and you should feel <laughs> <laughs> Should I start with an art? What, what if I do summer, summer, summertime? Little DJ Jazzy Jeff? No? No. Oh, fuck off, all of you. <laughs> we have a guest today who actually appreciates the finer, the finer elements of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Mary Engelhart, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, thank you so much for having me on. And yes, I do appreciate the finer points of DJ Jazzy Jeff, and it's hard not to. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, some of you will remember Mary is our own personal chaos demon returning to us <laughs> from our March Madness episodes. No, don't link me to that. <laughs> they might think I'm a new person and I might have a sh- <laughs> This is a different Mary. This is the Mary not from Central America. Yeah, not from Central America. Not at all. America. Um, and I actually, it's funny, you said the demon of chaos. I have her written down as the downfall of Jersey Ghoul's credibility. So, oh. Wow, that's mean. That's just mean. Oh, wow. I take complete blame for all of it. It's my fault. I derailed everything. You know, I pride myself on being the downfall of Jersey Ghoul's every episode with my dick and fart jokes. So you don't take that away from me, Marissa. You don't take that away. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
And if you haven't gathered by my atrocious singing, today we're going to do a special summertime episode. We are going to be counting down our top five summertime movies. We each have our own list. We have some movies that are like good summer horror take place in the summer kind of horror. We also have some like just, uh, what, what did we say? Like kind of movies like that when, when it's summertime. You just want to watch these kind of movies. After We're also going to throw in a couple guilty pleasures because you know that we love our guilty pleasures. After you have your drink, then your drive, then you can watch the summer guilty pleasure movies. Yes. Jeff. Hey, Jackie, just a quick question. Do you remember when we met that summer when New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits and Chinese would make me sick? <laughs> Mary's face is my favorite part of this song. Don't act like you don't secretly love that song. Oh, this is now. This is now the scariest summer horror movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I seriously don't know that song. I don't know what song you're talking about. New kids on the block had a bunch of <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick. Keep singing it, Jackie. <laughs> Look it up later, but let's make it up. <laughs> you are gonna be, so many people are gonna be like, how do you not know Summer Girls by LFO? I know that song. I don't like that song. I never liked that song. It was <laughs> played the first time I heard it. Time out for adventure. Are you even surprised that I don't know a fairly modern song? Which I'm assuming it's, is it not? It's not. Not, okay. not that modern. I don't, again. You, it starts with, here's a great way to date it, because LFO dated themselves all the time, but I'm pretty sure that, is it either this song or the only other LFO song that ever made it big? Oh. But is that the one that's like, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch? I take if I have one wish. She's been gone since that summer. Yeah, I've never even heard of LFO, so... That's just yeah. well, how much they name drop Abercrombie and Fitch. So that's okay. a date and everything about them as people. <laughs> nice. Stole your bike? How do you guys not remember? Uh, this is ridiculous. I remember it. I just don't want to. I don't know it. I, I feel better about myself not knowing it. You know what? I feel like I'm going to listen to their greatest hits, which is two songs. <laughs> which is one song on repeat, much like the summer of 1999. <laughs> <laughs> like 1995 maybe maybe no it was it was after 95 it was like 99 they had two other big hits they had girl on tv and they had um the one that was like every other time those were i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit of an lso fan <laughs> summer girls came out in 1999 which is i'm assuming the song you're singing oh my god they look like giant douchebags they, they were. Like, seriously. They were. That song name dropped, I Like Girls Who Wear Abercrombie and Fitch, as part of the chorus. It wasn't even a single line. They repeated that multiple times and still thought it was good lyricism. Oh, my God. These look like giant, douchey, Jersey Shore a-holes. They were. They, came, they were those guys. around the same time as that song that was like the, the butterfly song. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Oh, my God. I knew you would know this. <laughs> Sorry to get us off the rails. I'll I'll try to sing cooler. So I don't see either of you uh, contributing witty summer song lyrics to our conversation. So back up. <laughs> I didn't have anything prepared. No, yeah. one had come with a list of top five movies and a summer themed song that you're ready to perform. I didn't know. Next time I'll have an appropriately themed song to start with, and maybe a choreographed dance to go with it. I don't know that I even know a summer song. I mean, obviously the Fresh Prince. Summertime, like we all know that. But like yeah. outside of that, no. Summer in the city by Love and Spoonful. Oh, there we go. See, I'm not even thinking. 
um, Summertime by the Peaches. There's so many guys. Come on. I- I'm going to do a whole separate episode. Of- You're gonna, we're going to have to. We're going to get a Spotify playlist of Marissa's summer jams that well, say the word summer in the title. So be on the lookout for that, friends. Yeah, you're welcome. It's going to be a lot of LFO. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I do not want that CD. No. <laughs> you a mixed Hard pass. No one wants that. No one wants that. It's for, it's for you to too. There, there goes our LFO sponsorship. So thanks for all the shit talk, Mary. All right. Well, anyway, that, you uncultured swine, you. Um, <laughs> let's get both of you. That's right. Um, let's, let's put on our, let's put, let's get out our pina coladas, dip our toes in the baby pool, get out my Italian oil, not suntan lotion oil, because I'm North Jersey Italian. I am covered head to toe in cloths and sunscreen. <laughs> and let's get ready, let's get ready to kick off the summer. All right. Mary, as, as our guest, do you want to start us off? I mean, I don't think this will come as any surprise, but on my list for summer-themed horror movie, Cabin in the Woods. I think it's one of the first one I have to bring up that movie. I know it has a little more comical love and element to it, but it's still in my mind solidly a horror movie. Always a good summary one, I feel like. That's yeah. fair. But I think mostly for just Mary being here in the nostalgic Dark Hills flooded basement incident. So <laughs> that is where it came from because we were talking about Fran Cran. So I, I will tip my hat to your to your selection. <laughs> and also I will change my pants now. So <laughs> Jackie, what's your number five? My number five is The Wicker Man from 1973. I know, sorry, one. Nick Cage, that I didn't pick your Wicker Man, but I have to go with Christopher Lee's Wicker Man. And I know technically it's May Day on the Summer Isles, but May is close enough to summer. I, I, I feel like that's a good choice. I count it. I definitely count it. Mm-hmm. It's a very summery movie, yeah. And it's got a lot of the things that I look for in a summer film, like older people boobs mm-hmm. and yeah i will say that was like symbols my, mm-hmm. that was on my list and i will even go so far as to say it kicks like midsummer and those types of movies off of my list even though they are more summer themed oh okay mm-hmm. just the better in my mind and it again like i said my list is those that make me think of summer not always those that are definitely 100 percent in summer yeah oh no that's fair <laughs> so my number five is i'm uh, if i have any like uh solid reputation left after quoting LFO, it's going to go right down the toilet because my number five is Open Water. Ooh, okay. Good. That's a, that's a, that's a good shark movie. Yeah. And I actually think it's a really effective horror film. Like I know, I know it's, Mm -hmm. it's a hot take to say that. I know people like shit on that movie a lot, but (laughs) Mary's- No, you know what? I just, I just, I I have difficulty because I know we've had this argument before about what, like what constitutes a horror film. I don't consider that a horror movie. Hmm. I mean, but again, I, I, I see what, why you might. And that's why I was like, huh, I would not have necessarily thought you would consider that one a horror movie. But to you that that's very on the cusp. But to me, it's, it's terrible. No, and I, yeah, I can kind of see it either way because it has, it has elements that it's like that whole terror scale with the fear scale. Because, um, like, it's how, like, I always say, like, Jaws isn't a horror movie. It's just a shark. But in the same sense, when you look at Open Water, you know, or um, what, what's the movie? Like, uh, The Descent. I am claustrophobic. I don't like enclosed spaces. So watching them crawl through caves in The Descent 
just it, it gives me the wig I don't really like it and in in open water like if you have that fear of like either isolation because like they're all by themselves or I don't remember what the fear is called but when you're in too much space you know what I mean when there's too much space around you I forget what that's called agoraphobia maybe I think I don't know but I, I can see where I can see where that could be considered horror yeah good choice it's, it's scurry it's scurry yeah it is scurry and Descent was actually one I toyed with putting on my list, too, because I, yeah. I like it's a movie I tend to watch in summer. Um, all right. Number four. I'm trying to put my list in order as I go now. <laughs> I, I will follow that up. Wait, and this is one of the ones that I will consider 100%. Well, yeah, it'll be number four on my list. I'm excited. Number four on my list is going to have to be Lost Boys. It's a summer movie. It's a beach movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... it's, it's it's something I always get the craving to watch in summer for some reason. I don't really ever, I don't really ever watch it in like the winter or the fall. It's usually in the spring or the summer. It's a good call. It's a summer movie. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. I like that. It did not make my list, but yeah, you're right. That's one I always crave watching in the summer. Uh, well, my number four is a movie I'd never seen before, but I took the time to, um, to, to watch it over the last couple days. And mostly because it has John Saxon playing a cop. <laughs> it's called Blood Beach, where basically, like, the sand eats you. <laughs> what? But it's John Saxon playing a cop again, and I had to watch it, and I was like, fuck it. It's, it's on a beach, and people are being eaten by, like, the sand, like, they're getting, and John Saxon's a cop. So, 1981's Blood Beach. Wow, oh, okay, was it good? Would you recommend? No. <laughs> Not at all. Don't waste your time. <laughs> It's yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, if you if you feel like it, I found a bunch of random clips on YouTube. Just the trailer alone, it's just kind of funny. But yeah, um, oh, mostly it was John Saxon's a cop again, so I couldn't help it. He makes a fine cop. It's a very good cop. <laughs> um, my number four is one of my two cheap moves on my list because I my number four is all sleepaway camp movies. Okay. No, my number three is I couldn't decide, so I put Sleepaway Camp two or three. I oh, I couldn't believe you didn't automatically go. I have to admit, I love three. The like I have come I'm so around. Proud of you. I know, but I love. I think all of the Sleepaway Camp movies, and and again, hot take. Like I did not put any other famous camp movies on my list, but. Yeah, I definitely, Barry's like, mm, number one. Um, no, 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 I actually didn't, I, I surprisingly didn't put any on my list. And I thought about Sleepaway Camp, but I'll be honest, I also gained my list a little bit because I figured one of you guys would put Sleepaway Camp on it. I was like, we'll still talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's just such an iconic series and it's such a weird look at camp. Like, it's so twisted and especially the first one, like, so crazy. Yeah. But God, I love those movies. And, uh, and yeah, in my opinion, the, the, the superior, and again, I, this is going to be crazy to say out loud, but I just didn't, the Friday the 13th movies, none of them were, are like, n- never do I crave watching those in the summer. Yeah. No, they're summer films. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I think it speaks to the mediocrity of the series that, that not, none of us have it on our list. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Joey. <laughs> no, I mean, I will 100%. I mean, I know that, yeah, Joe, he's going to be glaring at us. But yes, I mean, I, I agree. And I thought about that too, but I was like, I know 
I can understand why someone would think of them as iconic summer movies. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't really watch them much in the summer. I tend to watch them, if anything, at, like, Halloween parties or, like, Tim's saying, when it's more of a scary yeah. movie that you don't have to pay attention to. It's a good call. Yeah, no, that's right. fair. I think it's really interesting that none of us have it on there. I feel like so many lists would include Friday the 13th. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for our next round. All right, number three. Number three, Mayor. So my, this is going to be a newer one that I actually only just recently watched, surprisingly. Um, but, and I, again, I was much more delayed on this than I wanted to be. Us. I think it's a decidedly summer horror. Like, it's a very summer feel, the whole, like... Yeah, okay. It is. I still have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, so I still got to get on that train. I literally only watched it like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and I really liked it, but I, mean, I knew it was going to be good. Obviously, I mean, I, I'd heard good things about it. I love Lupita Nyongo. I like Jordan Peele and what he does, but and I, and I knew much more about it than I should have going into it in terms of what the whole story is, and I still loved it. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I kind of want to watch it again now in the frame of like a summery flick. I wonder yeah. if it would like, yeah, that's interesting. All right. Um, and as we mentioned, my number three, I couldn't decide. So either Sleepaway Camp two or three. No, no, no hate to the original Sleepaway Camp and and the amazing people that we've met from the original Sleepaway Camp movies. But I don't know, man. Pamela Springsteen. When you start to get real campy and real schlocky, and you know dunking people in latrines and mowing over people's heads. It's just, it's magical. I They're love it. Fun. They really they are. They really are fun. A little more intense and icky and not even because of like the <clears throat> sexuality stuff, just the actual camp scenes are also cringy. Yeah. Um, whereas like this one is, the, the second and third one are a lot of fun. Yeah. So what's your number three, Miss? Okay. Hot take. I know it's not technically strict horror. Club Dread. Fucking love Club Dread. I know it's a parody, and I know it's not really horror. But man, is it what I want to watch every, every, absolutely every summer. Coconut, yeah. uh, coconut pizza, amazing. Or uh, I mean, I'm gonna pour one out for Bill Paxton. B Pax is the greatest. You know how much we love B Pax. We've covered Club Dread on the show. Fucking coconut Pete is number one in our hearts. And I, I love Broken Lizard. I know that they're a bunch of idiots, but I really am very amused by them. I mean, honestly, the first Super Troopers goes down as probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. I can watch that movie over and over and over again and die laughing at these mm-hmm. parts. <laughs> and like, it's far from perfect, but it's a fun summer film. Like, I feel like I agree. time with it. I think that's safe. I, 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 because I didn't put them in any particular order, I traded out one of my honorable mentions because someone else mentioned The Wicker Man, so I may have cheated a little bit here. But one of the one I traded it out for is probably another one of those not strictly horror. So I'll allow I'll Club Dread. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're uh, number two. Um, so my number two, and I think it has to, it has to be on here, because it is, in my opinion, one of the ultimate summer horror movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's my number one. As oh, a, it's, really? my number, okay. it's my number two. <laughs> um, only because, again, like, it's, it's what I think of with that, like, at the heat. Like, when I'm watching, mm-hmm. I feel, like, the droning mosquitoes, the t- yeah. heat, the sweat. Like, it is just such a good, like, I mean, again, it's not a lighthearted summer horror movie, but yeah. definitely something I really like. I never watch that in the fall. I don't watch it for Halloween, necessarily. I watch it in the summer. Like, That's an ex. yeah, Absolutely. 
entire series, I would argue. Like, I crave the Texas Chainsaw movies in the summer. Like, yeah. every single dirty, horrible one of them. Like, I love it. Just because there's something so grimy and hot. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, you could smell the inside of that van. I don't care what anybody says. Especially because once his face is in there. And you know how I feel about him. Uh, the brother. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's a very to me a very summary series for sure. Uh, so my number two, we've we've mentioned Fran Kranz already once on this episode, and now we're going to mention him again because my number two is you might be the killer. Have you seen you might be the killer? Uh, yes, I haven't. Okay, so in you might be the killer, you basically you have Fran Kranz who calls his friend Charlie, and Charlie is played by Allison Hannigan, and she's working at a comic book store, and he's like, oh my god, I'm a counselor at this camp, and everybody's died, and I don't know how they died. He keeps remembering, like, little bits and pieces, and it, the whole movie is trying to figure out who this killer at the camp is, and he keeps, like, there. he's on the phone with her the whole time, and she keeps, like, bringing up all these different tropes and, you know, who's had sex and who's doing drugs and kind of things like that. It was, um, uh, 2000, it was a 2018 movie. It's, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. And like I said, he's at summer camp and it's, it's like slashery and it's, it's kind of got a little bit of like wet, hot American summer humor in it, like a little bit. But it's also got gore and like, it's fun, nerdy pop culture stuff. Cause like I said, when, you know, cause she's like this nerdy pop culture comic book girl in the store and she keeps like rattling off all these tropes. And it's, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a very fun romp. I've added it to my list now because now I feel like I need to watch it. Not only because I love Frank Kranz also, but that whole plot line just sounds yeah. like family. Yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting movie. I'll have to, again, watch it again with the lens of, like, a summer film. I didn't notice, like, any time of year for it, so that's, that's cool. That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, number two, right? Yeah, you're number two. This was a, a like, this was a toss-up, and it's a more recent film, but all of a sudden, like, I can't imagine getting through a summer without watching it, and that's Midsummer. Like, it is, to me, like, this quintessential summery film. Like, I freaking love that movie hardcore did you know i haven't seen it so i don't I've no i honestly I, I thought about it I, I thought about it but like i said i think that was i, I put wicker man instead of midsummer on there because i think wicker man to me is just one of those like iconic yeah iconic and, and again like I, I mean summer does have that summer feel but i don't know maybe it's just a nostalgia factor of wicker man it's weird because like i don't see myself ever being like you know what i'm gonna go throw on wicker man like, I don't know if you really, got, I never like rewatch it. Like I watched it for the show. I watched it once a long time. And then I'm like, eh, okay, I can go another. No, I really, after we watched it for the show, I, I have watched it, I think like twice since then. I really like it. The, the original, the Nick Cage one, I have only seen once for the show, but I will just like randomly watch like the YouTube clips of when he goes nuts and starts punching people. And when the bees happen, that that and the bees. The yeah, bees like I will watch the YouTube clips like, all the time, yes. but I don't need to see Honestly, the whole movie again. If I could have put that down of you, Nicholas Cage Wicker <laughs> clips, that would probably be one of up there with my summer horror movie watches and be like just <laughs> people randomly, like without them realizing it. So it can't be one with a preview on it, but like just a YouTube link that takes them to like mm -hmm. saying not the bees, not the bees. 
Jackie's. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I imagine Jackie's like a uh, flooded bl- basement uh, playlist where it's like Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Franz Can, whatever his name is, Franz Cans. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yep. Did you just call him Franz Cans? Close <laughs> um, <That was> enough. Close <laughs> enough. Really obsessed with this guy. I don't get it. He's all right. He's like nerdy. Like, also built. Like, yeah. couldn't see, like you couldn't see that in Cabin in the Woods. That's why. That's know. that's the the. I don't know if it's true or not, but the the, the legend has it that um, when they when in Cabin in the Woods when they all go jumping in the water, he doesn't go in the water and he stays there with his shirt on because if he were to take his shirt on, he had a better build than Chris Hemsworth. Like six pack, like built. He's toy. Really? You mean you yeah. can tell from the sweater he's wearing? There's literally a scene where he's getting a bag out, and with the sweater, I'm like, "Good lord, look at those arms!" Yeah, he's <laughs> sorry. I don't... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm peripheral my pants man. again. I'll be right back. Gotta <laughs> gotta grab a mop and a clean pair of pants. <laughs> Does it for you? Um, okay, number one. My, my number one, and I, I don't think anyone would be surprised by my number one, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> Solid choice. Very good choice. <laughs> like, summary movie. I just think it's a great movie. It's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good horror movie. It's a great summer movie. Like, it's yeah, so much it's watchability. There. Like, you know, definitely like a dumb, like a, not dumb, but like just so fun and not, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes in my summer fair, I like to be a little lighter on the, you know. That is a movie that I have recommended to friends that, you know, when I tell them that I do a horror podcast, they're like, oh, oh I don't like horror. Like, I don't like to be scared. Like, I don't like that. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is one I recommend to all of them. And nine times out of ten, they're like, oh, wait. Like, when I say, like, Alan Tudyk's in the movie. And it's funny. And it's a little gory. But at the same time, like, you're... I have recommended that to plenty of non-horror people, and so far, everybody that has watched it thought it was hysterical. Like, maybe they turned away when the guy fell in the wood chipper, but for the most part, they really liked it. Yeah. Than I am, because when people ask, are like, oh, I don't like horror, I'll be like, oh, you know what you should totally watch? Really gentle, really, like a Lars von Trier movie, or, you know, hereditary, like, (laughs) to really give them a reason to hate me and my genre even more. That's what I liked. So you're a good person. Anyway, I'm I am. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So my number one is surprisingly a newer movie. Like I was sitting here thinking about it and, and I'm kind of surprised. It Chapter One. That's in my honorable mentions, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, because that legit just brings like the idea, like it's the bike scene. It's just me and like nine of my friends riding our bikes i grew up in a very small town sleepy little town so it was like no big deal for like an entire line of us to be riding down the street at once and we maybe would see a car or two but like just the idea of like riding your bike through town in the summer riding down to like we have this little store called cumberland farms and we ran down and we could grab like a soda and like a blow pop for like a dollar five and like that's the shit that we did all summer so I don't know. It, to me, I, I, that was the, the first movie I thought of when we came up with the top five list. I was like, oh, it's chapter one. Wow. Okay. It was on there. It got bumped into honorable mentions, but it was one of the first ones because you're right. It encapsulates that summer freedom you had as a kid. That idea of I'm just going to go out on my bike with my friends and like my parents, like, I'll be back by dinner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just 
go and you go into the woods and you go like it's that weird kind of summer when you're right at that age where you're old enough to go off on your own but not old enough to have a car and really get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's impressive, you guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm impressed you had nine friends. I didn't. I was definitely riding high ho silver all by myself around the. Oh no, I was too. But that's it's. Or <laughs> <laughs> <Right> there. <laughs> that is okay. So two movies I have to admit I was shocked didn't make anybody's list were Jaws, and I, I took it off my list because I remember us having this conversation. And you guys going, it's not a horror movie. And I, I purposely didn't want to put it on my list because I felt that that was just too easy. Like, I felt that was just, like, too, you know, no shit, it's going to be on top. Like, if you went to the internet for, like, you know, top five summer movies, it's going to be on all of them. And I'm like, that's too easy. People don't tune in to us to hear, like, oh, Jaws. So, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I actually didn't put it on my – it's an honorable mention for me, but I didn't put it on because, like – I tried to be like, what do I crave every summer? Like clockwork. Yeah. I, yeah. If I, I also, I don't watch Jaws for the same reason I don't watch Arachnophobia. Do you know what I'm like, I'll watch Jaws, but I don't want to watch Jaws in the summer necessarily where I might be going to the beach because then it's going to be in my mind. The same yeah. way I don't watch Arachnophobia. Not because I find it to be a good, terrifying movie, but because when I go to my kitchen cabinet and I have to reach up on the highest shelf to get something down, I don't want the image of a poisonous spider skittering towards me to be in my <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I just, and, and ma- ma- Molly put it best. I watched Jaws with my nine-year-old. J- Jackie, you were there. I was there. That's it? Like, that was boring. And like, yeah. it, it is a little boring, you know, yeah. as iconic as it is. And again, I, I want to point out Friday the 13th didn't make anybody's list. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? As I enjoy the Friday the 13th movies. I own all of the Friday the 13th movies. But honestly, when it comes to camp movies like at least sleepaway camp all like one two and three and you might be the killer like the camp movies that i picked actually depict camp life like you actually get kids you know in sleepaway camp one you get the fucking kickball game and in the other sleepaway camps like you get like in sleepaway camp three they go on like their little wilderness hike bonding and thing like you actually get to see camp life where with with friday the 13th a lot of times it's just like you're at camp and camp is more of a setting than i don't know if this will make sense but it's just more of a setting than an environment in sleepaway camp camp is part of the story in friday the 13th it's taking place at a camp the end you know what i mean like that's why it doesn't really evoke camp time for me it just and half the time it doesn't take place at a camp you know after you get past what part three part four like they're on a boat for one of them they're you know they're they're, there's the one where you know he's going from person to person like so they got away from the camp element as well which is why when i think of friday the 13th like i don't automatically think of that as camp movies like i know it the original few took place there but i think it's because i love um jason goes to hell so much that it's like that doesn't even take place at camp I didn't go to camp, so I don't have a basis for, like, comparison of what camp is really like. I didn't either. Um, either. That said, it it didn't make my list just because, like I said, it's not a movie. Like, there are are Friday the 13th movies that I enjoy just for the fun of it, but they are, to me, uh, 
oh, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. They are to me like Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies. I want to watch them with a group of people and we're going to laugh and joke and no one's really mm-hmm. paying attention unless we want to be paying attention. And then it's like, oh, wait, this is the sleeping bag kill. Everyone watch the sleeping bag kill. And then we go back to doing what we want to do. Like it's, it's not yeah. like, I'm like, I put on because I'm like, I want to see this movie. And so it's, to me, it's not a song. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I'm flipping through Amazon Prime and I need background noise. Yeah. And I'll put that on. Yeah, no, my camp experience is watching um, Camp Anawana on Nickelodeon. Like, that's what I base (laughs) camp on. Like, I went to camp because I watched watched, uh, Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, if Jason attacked Camp Anawana, that would be a summer flick I would watch. I, I wish. <laughs> and then Budnick's gonna put his pants up the fucking flagpole and but Budnick's oh, he's gonna get all mad at us. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can we write that? Can we write the the? That's the crossover that we need right now. In these tumultuous times, can we please have <laughs> Jason salute, salute your shorts crossover? Please. Zeke the plumber battles him at the end. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be something like salute your hockey mask. <laughs> there you go. Salute your shorts, Jason fanfic you've been waiting for all your life. Oh God, yes. I'm looking. You guys are the writers. I'm looking to you. You just tell me. I will bankroll this shit if you write it. I will make it happen. That's how excited I am. My my only two like constituents. Uh, constituents. <laughs> Constituents. So you have two constituents for this? I figured we had one, which was Jackie. <laughs> we got a, we already got a second constituent. <laughs> My only contingencies are number one, do- I get to make donkey lips die in a really horrific way. And number two oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, he has to battle Zeke the plumber. Those are my only two. Yeah, no, I like it. So we each have a couple of honorable mentions. All right. Okay. I have four, the, most of which I think are, are, are in the fun. They're all fun. They're not. Right. Um, so do you want me you to? Wanna, you, you know, why don't we just do, we'll each do all of our honorable mentions at once. Okay. Okay. So you said Jaws. Funnily enough, I did not put Jaws on the list, but I did put another fun, in my mind, summer horror movie that I love. Deep Blue Seas. I'm like, <laughs> I knew that I was happening. I love Deep Blue Seas. <laughs> I don't care what any of y'all say. Rewatch it. It's great. That is going to be followed, you know, just to further prove my credibility by Piranha 3D. It's not on my list. (laughs) That's fantastic. That is a fantastic summer horror nonsense romp. A hundred percent. It it almost made my top five. It's so stupid and fun <laughs> yeah it almost made mine too and i get i thought about it but i was like well I'll, I'll i'll go all over the place i didn't want it to be all one note so that's piranha 3d that is followed by from dusk till dawn Ooh, Ooh very good you know um and then my last one oh good no i'm just i'm thinking of how good of a call from dusk mm-hmm. till dawn is as a summer movie well done right i was i was trying to think back and i was like what movies do i and i literally just watched it and i was like because I always like watching when it gets hot out. I think from dusk till dawn. I don't know. I think it's because it's the desert and the like. I have such an old man crush on Harvey Keitel. Like, is that weird? Oh, no, it's not. No? I have okay, an good. old man crush on good. Harvey Keitel. I love Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Yeah, no, me too. Especially in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last one on my list, because I feel like it has to be mentioned in any summer horror movie list, is Tremors. Oh my Very God. Tremors. Kevin Bacon. Yep. So good. 
you have me again. Another fun, like, I want to watch it in the summer. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. My God, I'm going to put that. I haven't seen that in so long, too. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen Tremors. That's one that, like, I feel like comes on, sci- it, like, it, it comes on sci-fi, like, at least once a week in the summertime. So, I love Tremors. It's true. Like, I, honestly, I, thinking about it made me be like, I kind of want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> and now I want to watch it. <laughs> Doesn't it have the dad from Family Ties? Yeah. He's like the gun-toting fucking militia dude, right? Like he and yes. his wife? Is yeah, that the I'm original remember- Tremors or is that Tremors 2? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the dad from Family Ties. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, yeah. Look up. I don't know that I've ever seen any other Tremors movies, which is probably to my detriment. <laughs> I think I've seen I've seen one and two. I've seen one a bunch of times, and I know I've seen two. He's in, yeah, he's, I think it's, yes, okay, yeah, no, he's in one. Yeah, I think he's right. actually. Okay. Yes, he is in one. That's so funny. Now, even more reason to watch it. I know, right? <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. <laughs> yeah, I actually can't believe I forgot. As soon as I looked him up, I was like, oh, that's the dad. Like, I was blanking. I was like, what does the dad from Family Ties look like? I can't believe I didn't know. On the yeah. Michael Gross is his name, and he does play the gun-toting survivalist. Like, there you go. On the scale of uh, hot 80s dads, he's pretty low to me. Like, you got, Who like... Who's the hottest he- 80s dad? Alan Thicke. Hands down. Really? No. I never liked Alan Thicke. I gotta mm-hmm. be honest. Olympic. And then if you want my 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 two dads, those both were hot. Yeah, I'll give you that. The the dads from my two dads were hot. Yeah. I haven't seen the dads from my two dads in a long I remember seeing it, but I haven't seen them in a long Yeah, okay, yeah. They're both oh uh, what's his face? Um Paul Reiser is one of them. Yeah. I can't remember the other guy, yeah. He's handsome. He's handsome. Cool. Yeah, um Alan Thick doesn't he doesn't do it for me. And yeah, no. Dad from Family Ties doesn't do it for me. Really? No, yeah, the guy. And like, um, all the TGI Friday dads never did it for me. I'll tell you what, if we're going 90s, uh, Boy Meets World dad did it for me. Yeah, yeah, he was. John Stamos, he's technically, he's technically a TV dad. I was going to say John Stamos is, is probably the one I think of. Yeah. So I think the guy from, was it Step by Step? Patrick Duffy? Yeah, I think Patrick Duffy. He's kind of like, he's a little. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I'll give it to Patrick Duffy. Really? All right. Yeah. But you know what? That's because I grew up with my mom watching like Dallas and all those kind of shows. So I've known Patrick Duffy like well before Step by Step. If we're in our circle of trust, then I'm going to say Little House of the Prairie. John, John what's his face? Oh, uh, Michael Landon? Michael Landon? Michael Landon? Yeah. If we're in the circle of trust here. The circle of trust. Trust falls here. You can say Michael Landon. Yeah. The dad in Small Wonder was not hot. The dad in Webster was not hot. Um, th- there's so many not hot dads that you got to really celebrate the hot 80s dads. Oh, you know what? If we're going, no- oh, here we go. If we're going 90s, oh. um, Max Sheffield from The Nanny. <laughs> there's my circle of trust. Oh, really? Mr. He- Sheffield. Yep. Him? I don't think I know what he looks like. I never watched The Nanny. Oh, uh, dude, that was one. I remember in, when I was in college. He's got, I used to watch, I used to come home and watch reruns. Like that professor you'd bang because, like, you know, like when you were an undergrad vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, no, I can talk. This is another show we need to put in the, in the old memory bank. Hot dads from TV shows. Right? Uh, 
<laughs> I'm literally going through like trying to find pictures of TV dads oh, now. That's the top five list we should have done. Hot dads and horror. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. We'll do it next year. It's fine. Hot dads of horror. Um, all right, Jackie, your honorable mentions? Okay, so here's, here's where I kind of went. I didn't cheat, but here, we have to understand this. So this episode, is, it's, it's August. We are in August. So to me, August is like pre-Halloween. Oh so we're gearing up. So <laughs> I wrote down the movies that I watch in August as I'm preparing for Halloween. First, so I how much it floods my basement that you are two months out and you're like, we need to start preparing. I need to start slowly getting into the Halloween spirit. I love it. I'm all about it. <laughs> So my first one, I, I, I wrote down five. So the five that, uh, that really kind of get me there <laughs> is watching The Craft. Okay. Hocus Pocus. You can't watch Hocus Pocus in August, Jackie. I'm getting ready. You, you can't tell me. You're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> you're not her supervisor. <laughs> uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, my God. Yep. Then I watch. Ready for this? Ready for these two fucking curveballs? Fucking prepare your ears. Because then I watch... The thriller music video subsequently the making of thriller music video that i approve of <laughs> and then the thing that i watch the most of and there are an abundant an abundance of them is i will go on youtube and i will watch a shit ton of martha stewart halloween episodes when she always does her like diys of like crafts and food and stuff and that just like sets me off because i'm like oh i'm gonna make fucking pumpkins that you put like little cloves in and a little splash of glitter and then it's fucking you hang it up and so yeah um i will i know the whitest thing you've ever said that you watch old martha stewart reruns in august no less oh nope 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 you as the girl who started this episode out singing lfo don't have to talk yeah i think you win the whitest the whitest ghoul i mean they're both pretty white Mary, you're uninvited. <laughs> See, there's my little chaos demon for me. There's my little chaos demon bringing it around. Stirring the pod, stirring it up. <laughs> chaos demon, you're right. And you know what? We need to stop inviting. Devil be gone. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think, you know what? Jackie. Yes. Just enjoy summer for summer. No. Like, did you see, have you? Have you seen my current Facebook profile? Yes, I, I, and I, I have to admit, I love summer a little more than you do. <laughs> like, I don't love summer at all. <laughs> like, I, I, per, I would be perfectly content if we just went fall, winter, fall, winter, fall, winter. Like, I'm the bitch that when I get old and it's time to retire, I'm going to New England. Like, I want snow and ice and terrible weather. Like, I don't want hot summer weather forever. Like, if we could skip summer... With the exception of my birthday being smack dab in the middle of summer, like, honestly, I'm like, I will tolerate summer, and then my birthday happens, and then, like, pretty much August 1st, skip August, skip September, bring me to October 1st. Every, every August we go through this where you're like, no, I'm done. I'm done with summer. Yeah. Be like, you want to go to the beach? What do this? What do you? Like, no, I'm done. I'm done. So, <laughs> I will say this, because I do agree with you that August is prime Halloween, like, prepping time. I don't watch Halloween themed, but I do watch things like The Faculty. 
I watched the one, I try to like, again, I think of like, in terms of like, there's back to school, we're getting into, mm-hmm. like, so, th- which I have watched things that are Halloween and fall themed in August, but that's because I, I love the fall. I like summer, but I don't need three months of summer. I could, a month and a half of hot weather so I can get to the pool a couple times, I'm happy, I'm good, and then I, I'm happy with fall and spring. Winter, I'm the same with summer. Extremes I don't like, fall and spring are my Okay, same train there. I love fall. I love spring. I I will admit I am that person on September first that like I unroll all the Halloween decorations. <laughs> like Matt gets so annoyed with me because it's not even Labor Day and I'm full on Halloween. So I will give you that. But no, I think August is to me is still some. You know what though? For teachers, August is like one giant Sunday. We're like you just know it's coming. You know Monday's coming, but like you, but you still. And it's one heck of a Monday too. Like it's a Monday that's been winding up for a while. <laughs> so painful. That's why July is like the best because July your is like your Saturday of summer. You're like, yeah, you get start to finish, and I see that. I can see that. That's fair. <laughs> I absolutely love that description, and now I'm just going to picture all of July. Just teachers like, this weekend's going to last forever. <laughs> and then, like, August 1st rolls around, I'm like, oh. And then I'm, like, opening my email and, like, starting to, like, do my grades and go decorate my room, and it's just mis- it's miserable. It's, August is miserable. So, you know what? Maybe you guys, maybe you're on to something, Jackie. Maybe we should yeah. just say F it to August. I do appreciate the Martha Stewart videos, not because they're Martha Stewart, but the crafts and the food preparation mm-hmm. made me just be very, very happy. because do. And, and it generally will take me down a rabbit hole of like, I end up on some HGTV show of like, hey, this is how you make a spooky backyard. And then I end up like on some other show going, hey, today we're going to make a fucking, you know, those cake shows. It's like, it's like some show where this, I don't think it's even a TV show. It's a YouTube channel, but this chick makes like these insane cakes. And it's like, here's my eight tier Halloween cake where we're going to fill this one part of the cake with candy. And we're going to fill another part of the cake with this fucking shit. And, and it's like, it's, I, I'm just like, I will get sucked into it for hours because of course i'm like writing all this down and we're going to do all this stuff on halloween and we're going to prep for this and we're going to do that and i'm going to do this and then i do none of it but i still love it anyway so fall is the best season for food in my opinion oh god yes yeah so yes and And again i'm so so bummed out that i didn't get to have my halfway to halloween party this year in in april because like the menu was legit like pumpkin spice shit and like apple shit, like it was like all fall themed food that we were gonna have. And you know, uh, understandably, hopefully next year. Cause I don't think we're gonna be able to have a Halloween party this year either. So I don't know, I just. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure we'll be able to do like, it's based on what I'm hearing, I'm hearing back and forth on the whether or not there'll be a secondary shutdown and like, you know. And- yeah. But I don't think there'll be able to be a big Halloween party. I'm yeah, and you know, and it's not just, together. you know, it's, I want people to be comfortable and I don't know that people will be comfortable coming out and I don't want to make anybody be like, have to feel weird and make a choice. Or, I don't know. Like, it probably just not the year for it. So I will say this Halloween is on a Saturday. I know. Full moon. Wah. It is daylight savings. If nothing else, I'm doing a camping trip. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. If nothing else, definitely doing a, a, a bad, like a great camping trip. Like, well, don't you guys have, you guys have your event? No. I was oh, no. It got canceled. 
we, we're not sure we can have that we can have that many and honestly to be able to do an event you want to have a certain number of people yeah that makes sense so. yeah so we wound up scrapping it i like the idea of a big camp out though i could be down to clown with that yeah and honestly like i've got i've already got play ideas i'm already doing a little research because i'm like this is gonna be fun and that way people can socially distance as much as they want but still be like, together. Okay. like mm-hmm. yeah i like that a lot actually i'm in um so rish your honorable mentions yeah, I know. Back to summer, dude. I'm not ready. I'm just because it's a Sunday doesn't mean I, I won't enjoy it. Um, so my honorable mentions, there was a lot because I was the one who was like, last night was like, guys, can we move to 10 instead of five? Because I had such a hard time picking. Um, the Ruins. And I will admit, mm-hmm. I, I love the book so much more than I love the movie, but it's still such a good summer movie. Like I'll watch yeah. it summer. Um, Wolf Creek. I, Wolf I Creek. feel like it's, it's the Australian one with Mick. The scary guy who like the little like crocodile Dundee killer guy based on. I don't think yes. I've seen Wolf Creek. It's pretty good, and yeah. I like. Well, I won't turn off any of the movies in the series if they're on, but um, yeah, it's a good summary romp. Okay. Tourist Trap. Oh yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I thought about that one. I can't. It oh, it that towards the end, I can't. It gets real. It gets real tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy. Um, this one I. Piranha 3D was my my first choice, but Sharknado is a good time, and I will never apologize for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait until you wait until you hear my guilty pleasure. Ooh, um, it's Dane's The Sand Red, which I don't think a lot of people have seen, but is an actually really good movie. It's about a, a woman who's like in the lost, like basically in the Nevada desert, and it's like during a zombie apocalypse, and her car breaks down, and a zombie basically follows her i wouldn't even say chases her but just follows her through the desert for the entirety of the film and it's 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 like there's such a palpable like it's hot and gross and it's the desert and i I don't know i really enjoyed the movie but um i don't know if it's like a big rewatchable which is why it got knocked down for me but you know what i just thought of what cujo oh children of the court is my final one but cujo oh there you go yeah Yeah. sorry Cujo's a good call too. That's a very summary movie. Yeah. Also, kind of surprised no one put Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, any of the Romero films. Always makes me think summer most of the time. Really? Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I don't get summer from that. Oh, really? I do. Yeah. I think it's just because maybe maybe it's because they're running, so they're like, but it's like, it always seems like they're sweaty and the sun is shining and it's hot. Like, and I just, I, uh, for me, at least, I think maybe it's also that visceral sense of dead bodies wandering around in the heat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe day would be the one that I would, if I had to posit them, like day would, I'd say is a summer one. Um, Yeah, no, I always wind up, those are fall watches for me. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Dawn, I definitely think of as summer. Sorry. Night of the Living Dead, I think I tend to watch more in the fall, but Dawn, I think of as summer. Oh, interesting. No, yeah, this this was fun. Um, wait, do you have guilty pleasure now? Well, I I discovered a guilty pleasure in in doing research for this show because I was gonna talk about you know we were talking about summer movies and I'm gonna I want to tell the story real quick that Marissa and I were like, hey, let's do another guilty pleasure episode because we really like doing them. They're fun. And so we're like, dude, let's get Marion on it. And like, we'll talk about summer movies. Doesn't even have to necessarily be horror. We'll just do it. So that was our conversation. So then we open up the message where it's Marissa, me, and Mary. And she's like, hey, Mary, we're going to do this summer guilty pleasure. Think of a movie. She's like, 
call, I call dibs on one crazy summer to which I immediately go. I call dibs on summer school. Mary has yet to respond. And I'm like, you know, we really didn't even give her a chance, did we? And then Mary, I, mean, like, I-, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing that day, but obviously something <laughs> probably like real. And Marissa and I are like, she's not responding. And then Marissa's like, maybe she's in jail. And I was like, we should break her out of jail. And then we start formulating plans. Uh, We were going to push our boobies up and find a Keystone cop and trick him. I was going to bake a file into a cake. Like we had this whole thing. and And then it was like, you know what? If we show up and Mary is not in like a black and white jumpsuit, like breaking bricks or making license plates, like I'm leaving. She's can, she can rot there if she doesn't look like a classic 1930s cops and robbers situation. I'm out and she can rot. So, I want you to know you were the reason why I bought a 1930s prisoner costume <laughs> and I put it in my go bag. So <laughs> if I'm ever taken prisoner, I can immediately put that on. And when they're like, "Why are you wearing that?" I can be like, "Because when my friends come to break me out, if I'm not wearing this, I'm screwed." You're screwed. It is. <laughs> and they'll go, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, it'll work. They're going to push their boobies up. And they'll yeah. go, oh, yeah, that'll definitely definitely work. Absolutely. <laughs> you made my cake, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, no, I think our instinct that you were in jail was probably because it was during the protests. And I know that you were participating in those, as was I. Um, but you were doing it in D.C., which was far more legit than me doing it in my little small hometown. Um, no, that, your small hometown had more than enough drama. So, like, that was definitely legit. Don't... <laughs> On a normal day, I would be less worried about the police with you and more worried of like a broke down palace situation to TBH. <laughs> like, I'd be, <laughs> like I'd be like, Mary got abducted. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know, I had so many people messaging me about that and like, we're just, we're a little concerned. And I'm like, guys, I'm not an idiot. And they're like, it's not that you're an idiot. It's not that you're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, wasn't an idiot mary <laughs> exactly they're like it's not you're an idiot it's that you know my sister said that she goes she's like it's the fact that you are a strong independent woman and that's great but sometimes as a strong independent woman you just go and do something and then i'm like why would you just go and do that it could have been super dangerous and you're like oh yeah i guess you're right <laughs> i worry yeah. about you way more than the average friend um especially when you send me pictures where you're like reenacting the descent without the monsters that i know of like she'll be like i'm in a cave in havana and and she'll be like what? in havana it was in cuba but not in <laughs> and i'm like oh shit girl like you in danger and like she'll just, it's, it's fine i mean so far it's so far so good knock on wood <laughs> what is that story about the guy that fell off a 40-story building and <laughs> they heard him say so far so good on every floor on the way down <laughs> You're like, but tell dad jokes now. <laughs> Good. Now we're all on LFO. Um, <laughs> We've all hit a new low here, guys. <laughs> uh, Mary, thanks again for being on. We really, we always have a good time when we're, when you're with us. Um, thanks for the laughs and the chaos. <laughs> thanks for tolerating the chaos. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for our top five summer movie episode. Uh, Don't forget to find us on your favorite podcast app. Find us on social media. Give us the thumbs up, the like, the whole nine. You know what to do. Uh, And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. It's a cruel.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 